podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please visit ProfessionalCasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out Teespring.com slash store slash Professional Casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, BeardedDragonGames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. If memory serves me, this is episode 62. It is. 62? 62? I can't go as high as Big Chuck does on yeah. Elite Eight. In the, yeah, the, his vocal coach is amazing. <laughs> Honestly, he's been like putting a lot of money into that, and it shows. Yeah. Good for him. Whew, so you guys have been sailing for days. Straight up days. How are we all feeling? You know sailing how Mina so feels long. about the water. How does Mina feel about the water, like the the river compared to the lake? Like, is it the same thing because it's water or? Mm, no, she mm, no. <laughs> so because the lake is just strictly contained in one spot and yeah. doesn't like move. But the river can take you anywhere. Mm. You know, like a book or to like another lake, which is horrifying. But, <laughs> you know, she sees the river as like a watery road. Oh, that's okay. That I feel sense. comfortable. Yeah. I think it was what we found interesting about the Empire is that there's tons of rivers all throughout, mm. but there aren't many lakes. And like there's no big lake or anything like that, yeah. which is kind of interesting that it's it's all riverlands pretty much. Like obviously there's some lakes here and there, but not many. Yeah. No, river is superior to lake in Mina's mind. Well, makes sense to me. Uh, I have some patron questions. I have a review as well. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, I asked for questions today and they delivered on the Discord, which you can be a part of at any tier on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash professional casual gets access to the Discord. We've had a few new people pop in lately and it's awesome. Uh, but we got a bunch of questions, which I'll have to spread over a couple episodes. Otherwise, that's all the episode would be. Uh, so the first one here comes from Will. Will be. Hi, Will be. If you could be an animal, which animal would you be? Fantastical WFRP beasties allowed. Ducks preferred, though. Oh, Our boy. characters or the players mm -hmm. or both? Um, I said the Gapapa gang. Let's 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 you do both. Do your character and you. I know both. Now I got to flip to the back of the book to find out what, uh, yeah. what I could be, what the potentialities are. Well, I mean, a fantastical creature is probably in the Warhammer world, except gnomes are not in my game. <laughs> wow. Um, I would like to come back. Danny, if I could be an animal, I would want to be like a domesticated dog because they have a great life. Well, not all of them. I would want to come back as a domesticated dog in my own family because we treat our dog really well. He's spoiled. Yeah, he doesn't even like get beat or anything. Not anymore. <laughs> That's horrible. Don't say that. That's I know, awful. I know. He's That's the best. The accident. Right. <laughs> Um, what he almost killed JB's dog. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. When he ripped her off the porch. Whoops. It was it was a thing. Yeah. It, it was an accident. She was I fine. I think. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see her smirk afterwards much. Yeah. Right. Because that was the thing. He was like, I'm going to smack that smirk off your face. You <laughs> Kapow right off the porch. Episode 62, the animal abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Run that past the legal team. OK. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have no idea where those guys are either. Oh, right. They've been missing for like six months. Yeah. I'm a little nervous for them. Yeah. Eww. This is actually a really hard question. Because, like, I think of all these wild animals, and I'm like, all their habitats are getting, like, marked right off the planet. Like, and, uh, yeah. for, for you to come yeah. back as an animal? Yeah. Right. I don't want to be like, oh, Too I'm going to be like a leopard or a tiger and then get my ass poached. No, thank you. Mm -mm. Nope. 
I'm oh. going to be a tapeworm in a celebrity's bowels. That's what I want to be. <laughs> That's such a good answer. <laughs> wow. Talk about the life of luxury. Like, I know. You can do anything. You know, you yeah. get the best food. Well, it depends on what celebrity because some of them just don't eat. Yeah. But then they don't need the tapeworm. Jack Black's bowels. <sighs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Jack Black has a tapeworm, hun. Well, yeah, because you're not there yet. Uh, <laughs> <she> was, <laughs> um, and Mina would want to be some kind of like flying creature, whether it's like a fantastical beastie, like griffin kind of thing or or a hippogriff or just like a chickadee. A double hawk. Yeah. Ooh, a double hawk. What's a double hawk? <laughs> just a Dimitri Martin joke. Oh, okay. Like a tomahawk? Well, he says that all fantastical creatures are just normal creatures with wings on them. He's the guy that always have like the board he would draw things on. Okay. So he's like a lion and he flips it over, becomes a griffin. And it's just the same picture with wings. And then a horse becomes a pegasus. And then a hawk becomes a double hawk and it has two sets of wings. Yes. It's really good. She would want. And then that way she can just get herself wherever she wants to be. Cool. I, yeah. I like that answer. Yep. Nice. Yeah. JB, did you do your research yet? I did. Giant I did. spider. So I said, uh, let's see. No, Bruno, uh, true to form, is going to be a giant cave squig, right? Just to be nice. Everything, right? <laughs> Shove yeah. everything down in that gullet. I love and squigs. He doesn't uh, doesn't gain any weight there. In case somebody's listening that doesn't know what a squig is, because I know we have some listeners that are not Warhammer people. Um, I just learned about somebody yesterday who I would never imagine would listen to the show. Who's an like has devoured. Would you say she listened to like 48 episodes in two? No, 24 episodes in two days. Yeah. Oh, that deserves a medal. A former student of mine who was very into all of our uh, Space Between Present stuff. Yeah. And then ran out of it. And then she was like, well, I know they do this like grim thing. And yeah, she's in an office by herself eight hours a day. Just binges Full that snap. pod. And I was like. Oh my god, and she's so not. Yeah. But she like gets into it. You said her husband came in at one her point. Fiance, her yeah. fiance came in. He tried to talk to her. And she's like, "Hold on, I just need to finish listening to the scene. I have to find out what happens to Lucky." <laughs> Seriously. Oh, not good, <laughs> right? So like, she's into it. So yeah. like, she, she probably has no idea what a squig is. Right. Uh, they're little, like oh, I say little, but they're probably three, four feet tall. We encountered typically. one uh, very oh, early. Yeah, in it, at the Schaffenfest. We did. <laughs> uh, they're typically like red or orange, and they are just like, they look like a blurg from The Mandalorian, uh, but with an even bigger mouth, sharp teeth. They got, they're just like basically a big head with some really strong legs and a little tadpole tail. Yeah. Like kangaroo legs. They my, propel themselves. My favorite part of you describing a niche monster in a very specific <laughs> universe. <laughs> By using a reference to an even more huge monster. Uh -huh. Yep. Literally That's why I continued to actually like, physically describe it. It's really good. Seriously? Does anybody know they were called Blurgs? I love that name so much. I only know because uh, I watched it with subtitles recently. And, like, uh, Amanda who? I've seen it and I don't know what a Blurg is. The little right. dudes they ride on tattooing with Quill. I have oh, spoken. Oh, yeah. Okay. Those are Blurgs. Hmm. I think me personally, I would be a Femir. Because, again, that's like another niche monster that uh, somebody would have to go look up or Dan could, you know, spend another five minutes explaining those. Famir really interesting because they were like they were really cool early monsters in WFRP in Warhammer. And then they just got like gone because they were. Um, not PC. <clears throat> just like me. Yeah. Yeah. Although, no, I think I've got no, another. Don't, don't compare yourself to a Famir if you no? don't know. All right. <laughs> feel like I got another 15 episodes left. The only way they could reproduce was if there was a very specific way that involved other races, not without consent. Ah. Oh, definitely that. not like me. No, no, I am non PC in other ways. But they, they've since yeah. changed them so they could actually <laughs> include them in their games and stuff. Yikes. Wow. Yeah, uh, that's like not just not PC. That's like a few more notches beyond the pale. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to change okay. my answer then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could be, you know, the Famir more recent because they're in the rule book and they don't mention anything like that. They've just changed that about the fluff of these creatures. Dan, edit this out. Just put mm -hmm. in like um, instead of Famir, just to put in ogre. Just <laughs> cut that right in. Yeah, you just did. Thank you. All right. <laughs> uh, Doppeldonger. Obviously. Absolutely. Oh, is that Tim's answer? 
Great question. <laughs> I don't know. Um, as far as a real life animal, and that's difficult. Because well, so Tim could become a fantastical creature as well. It's just what do you want and what would Lucky want? Oh, both doppeldongers. Okay. Um, yeah, I kind of figured this. Yeah. Yeah. Going. Maybe a barnacle. Okay. Because you get to see the world. Uh, you just whip your dick out all the time. And sometimes there's more of you. Yep. Pretty true. Yep. That's really freaky. That's really freaky. Yeah. So for Carl, I thought about this for a minute. And just from his general life experience, I think he would wish to be a gull. Get okay. away from predators pretty easily. He's worked on the docks a lot. He knows how many French fries they get. <laughs> <laughs> He's not and dummy. They don't re- yeah, they don't really seem to need to work, but they always get to eat. And yeah, flight seems pretty cool as well. Uh, and as far as me personally, uh, definitely I'm going domestic like Danny did, but I'm going to go with a cat because nobody expects a cat to do anything, but they still get all of the food and mm. affection and safety of, uh, being in a house. Hell yeah. Mm. Land goals. Cats. As opposed to a seagull. Cats don't eat French fries, Dan. They would. No. no. I had a cat who ate anything. He did not eat French fries. Yeah. I remember he would. Just steal the stuffing out of your mom's pork uh, egg roll. Yep. If she wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. He would sneak up on the back of the couch and just whoosh over her shoulder. Which is what she gets for eating on the couch. Yeah. Like, that's why we have that rule in our house. So that none of our cats can eat our egg rolls. That we don't have because cats are the devil. Right. Moving on. Do you want to hear this review? <laughs> I oh. do. I was going to do one more question because okay. we got so many. After right. this question. We'll do... Uh, Seems like a lot of questions. Oh, well, the, well the, actually, this one will be more like, focused. Uh, this okay. one is from uh, Smiling Tom. Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't the, he wasn't even the answer to any 90s trivia questions. He's not going to be the answer here. Well, he's going to be the answer to something at some point. Yes. Eventually. Yes. Um, so Smiling Tom says, has Carl with a C any real aspiration? It feels like the most self... He, it feels like the most self-fulfilled person in the empire when at the helm of the ship. And this uh, was, he asked this question before we were, um, have released episode 60 where Carl shows something new, but now that he is a warrior priest of Manan, what do you feel like is his like drive with that? So, you know, what is, what's his aspiration now? Yeah. So, that's been uh, something that I've been thinking about because definitely my ambitions are a little bit stale right now, given that I've found see Jesus. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, I think that Carl's probably short term ambition is to get a little bit more meat on the bones, so to speak, about his uh, devotion to Manan, because he hasn't really spent a lot of time around other Manantan devotees, and he's kind of doing the uh, religion spirituality thing that is kind of like a hippie in the wilderness. And so I think that he wants a little bit more legitimacy than that. Mm. Mm. Uh, and as far as like long term things, definitely like some sea justice. Like Carl still is, you know. Still feel strongly about companionship. Uh, he's still got a big lawful good streak in him. But, you know, having seen Danny get like this specific doing good task of like, you know, rooting out chaos from the world. I think that, you know, Carl doesn't really see uh, Mina's, you know, general career ambition as his own. He's not just like copying whatever people are around him. Uh, but he wants to do something similar. And so I think that he sees just like justice on the river as like something that is on a scale that Carl can achieve. Like he can't save the world. Carl's not, he doesn't got that kind of ego, but he's probably like, I could probably make a river safe. Hmm. I love that. That's nice. so cool. Hmm. Great answer. All right, Danny, you got a review. Review. Sure do. This comes from DRG 108. Uh, The title is Keep It Up. Sure. Yeah. And they wrote utterly superb. It's such a pleasure to listen to a group with such a great and humorous dynamic who really bring their characters to life with humor without sacrificing the setting or atmosphere. 
You guys seem to do more in an hour than others do in three. My only gripe is now that I'm all caught up, I have to wait a whole week for more. <laughs> Thank you. That is our most common complaint. DRG 108. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's funny that they wrote that we do more in an hour than others do in three. I would argue that's not true. Some episodes, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Dan showed yeah. me like just like the like pinching the pages of the book that we're in. And he's like, here's what you guys have done. Here's what you have left. It's like oh, no. significantly more. <laughs> oh god. And it's been over you 20 know, episodes. Yeah. yeah, there's an episode uh that I'd like to just do a statistical analysis to determine what percentage of the show is duck discussion. <laughs> Ever since what fifty three? I think you summoned Griggs. Yeah, I think somewhere right around there. I feel like there that there was definitely a high point, and it's kind of leveled off a bit, but it's still probably pretty high percentage. I feel like my like linear like my timeline of this show. I'm like slowly eking towards like what Mina's perception of time is because I'm like, no, he just got Griggs like the other day. Mm. Yeah, but like the other day in the game, yes. But in our actual playing of it, like it was months ago. Yeah. Maybe not months. That might be a hyperbole, but. He did get Griggs like a week ago. I feel like we just got him a little, little outfit. Was it just before you summoned him just before the signal tower? Wow. He's been around. That was, yeah, about a week ago. He's like one of our best friends now. Yeah. Yep. I mean, life life's fast and hard in the Empire. You got to make friends quick because they could die any second. It's a rough world. I don't like this. And Dan told me specifically, he's like, I'm really going to freak you guys out today. And I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> and I don't know if he meant it or if he said it so that then I would say it so that we would all get freaked out. I can't tell. I like to set the mood early. He, he's probably just like trying to psych us out, though, because like right? usually when something is coming, we're thinking something very bad is coming. Maybe he's actually going to create a scenario where like, Griggs doesn't die. Instead, Griggs is cloned like 30 times. And now our new problem is, is that we have a colony of ducks. Yeah, we have an <laughs> army of Griggs. I'm surprised Tim was, wasn't like, that's not a problem. That's like heaven. Yeah. Yeah. I've been having trouble figuring out what Lucky wants to do with his life. And thankfully, our new warrior priest provided. <laughs> lead, lead an army yeah. of ducks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like two Griggs seems pretty good. Three Griggs. Still very good, but I think that there's probably like some diminishing returns after a while, and then yeah. it becomes a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and if just feeding 30 ducks, we got to get some female Griggs so that we can get eggs. Oh, yeah. If you just keep making copies of Griggs, that's that's you know, yep, a lot of work for no payback and other than companionship. I would think important. that at a certain point as well, like you might start losing track of how many Griggs that you have. Bruno might start getting a little bit larger, right? There's going to be a lot of bones around on the ship. Feathers just good. float off the ship right. constantly. <laughs> but all of our yeah, pillows are great now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that that's actually like, maybe it is like an aspiration for Bruno for there to be so much food that no one's going to notice when a little bit's missing. <laughs> well, I just realized that with that spell Lucky has, like you have an infinite amount of food because you can just summon small animals and then eat them. Yeah, as long as you're willing to eat what comes out of that pocket. Absolutely. And then you have a new wet bag now, so. It's also very Do you true. still pull them out of your pocket, do you think, or? Uh, it depends on the situation. Just from down your shirt. Yeah, it's just it's it's gotta it's gotta be a little showy, a but bag. yeah, a sleeve, a pocket, a bag, <laughs> someone else's ear, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, we did leave off in the town of Akern on your way to Grissenwald, mm. and Bruno and Carl, I get it right because they're both in the same spot, are having some dinner in uh, Riverside Inn. Lucky said decided to stay back on the boat. I believe he's still trying to train Griggs to recognize magical items because mm -hmm. <laughs> you have like Isn't a plethora tough? of them at this point. Yeah. Well, you don't have the ring anymore because right. we didn't get that back from Herman. Oh. But you do have the staff and the keys. He asked for it and she gave it to him. And I forgot. I thought it would take uh -huh. like a while to identify. So I wasn't like, oh, let's get that ring before I go. Fair. I don't know how magic works. And then Mina was heading back to the boat to deliver some food to Lucky. I forget what exactly it was. Probably broth. Broth and bread, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so as you're heading back to the ship, it's night at this point. Okay. Um, you don't see more celeb. 
I'm sure you're going to ask about that man celeb. Actually, I've been keeping track on a calendar now um, because part of this, I have to keep track of where you guys are when for no particular reason. Uh, And then in I believe it's the enemy and shadow companion also has the whole year's calendar. Uh, So I know exactly what day it is now. You just flipped me off when I looked away. Yes. Wow. I don't know what I did to it's deserve on that. Camera. Uh, so you are currently in the month of browse it. That's I'm, not a real. I'm going to try to pronounce that right. Uh, browse site. And it is currently the. Let's see. 29th of browse site. Yeah. So That's the moon my birthday. is actually getting towards full. Probably like a, a waxing gibbous moon at this point. So it's mostly full. Cool. Okay. Just to give you an idea of setting the scene, you know. So waxing is the moon's getting bigger. Waning is when it's getting smaller. No, waxing Correct. is when it removes its hair. Wax on. Waning uh, is when it adds hair, I think. If you were to convert, say, this uh, made up month of the Warhammer world to a real life uh, yes. Earth yes. world. If you were to take Earth it from month? metric to American, right? <laughs> Two gallons. <laughs> Two gallons and three quarter cup. Uh, so the first day of winter is in a few days. Ooh. Oh, so this would probably be like it's weird because the the new year, the, the first day of the new year is isn't for like three months. But winter, the first day of winter officially is uh, I'm sorry, is a couple weeks away. And the next 18th of the next month is the first day of winter. So we're, we're in very, very late fall at this point. Um, it's getting cooler all the time. You are heading south at the same time. So uh, temperature isn't changing too much as we go. But once you guys start heading north while it's winter, it'll start getting cooler for sure. And might see snow here and there. Kind of like galoshes. Like winter gear. Mm. Oh, it's a good question. I'm not sure what they would make that out of. I don't know if they have access to rubber. Probably not. You put rubber in your goulash? <laughs> That's what makes you feel fuller longer. Oh, mm. that makes sense. It's my Graham's old secret. Yeah. Uh, so, Mina, as you're heading back to the ship with your broth and bread for Lucky and Greg's. Yes. Uh, and I assume the other birds, I forgot their names. You would. Uh, Curtis is the crow. Yep. And Pepe. And Pepe is the pigeon. Ah. Like they're getting the gear started there, I remembered. So as you're heading down, you see another ship is tied up um, near yours, much, much smaller. Um, okay. You see just a couple people heading up the wharf towards okay. the town as well. I'm going to give them the side eye. Like Do they seem suspicious? Seem, I don't know. Do they seem like cultists? Make an intuition Ooh. check. Okay. I would say it's not the size of the ship berthed. It's the size of the dock they're on. I did not pass that. Okay. Yeah, they, uh, just a couple other people. Okay. They nod to you as they go by. Hello. I said, Guten Tag. God bless you. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> Has been a long time since you made that joke. Yep. Uh, but yeah, they just head into the inn. What's on their boat? Can I see? Just small, much, much smaller than yours. Not a cargo boat at all. Um, like a skiff. Okay. There's a, a small sail that's tied up, of course. And they have like a tarp over stuff mm. all right how many people two two male and female you said yes okay okay <laughs> you guys get suspicious about the most innocuous things yep i love it mm-hmm. <laughs> and then as they walk past his tail falls out of his coat or some stupid thing he's like trying that. to set up the scene of you walking to the boat okay that's fine You're lucky it's fine <laughs> waning gibbous two suspicious people. waxing gibbous waxing gibbous whatever <laughs> all right so i go to the boat yeah, I don't. Lucky's in there training his duck. I think. Okay. Oh, hello, Lucky. I have I have your uh, dinner. Oh, th- thanks, Mina. That's Quack. really nice of you. Very good, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's you know, what's the situation in the uh, inn? Oh, nothing um unusual. There is a boat next to our boat now. Quack. And well, I saw the two people. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Come off the boat. There's this. It's, it's it's a place that you would stop on the river, right? So, yes, I just um, it has never been noted when another boat has been tied next to us. So I am <laughs> suspicious. 
Oh, just make sure you don't fall asleep on your watch tonight, and it'll probably be fine. That is a good idea. They don't have a watch at this wharf. There's there's two, um, right like Reichland watch people here. Okay. The, the, it's not like one dock. There's a little bit of a because it, it is a boat in. You know the town expects people to be stopping, so there are a few wharfs. Okay. A few docks on the wharf. Is a wharf a collection of docks? No, he's on uh, <laughs> Star Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> Doc McCoy. No wharf. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> wow, how did I miss that? That ended one? up better than I was expecting. <laughs> um, Mina. Yes. So. I I want to talk to you about something. Okay. When you went off with that uh, super evil dead eye guy, right? Well, he's not evil, but yes. Well, the 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 eyes probably both dead and evil, right? Well, he got hit in a skirmish when he was a child. Uh, sure. So the, the evil was is... put inside him from an ex. I will positional give you... force or whatever. Eye is very weird. Yes. I, I just I just you know kind of want to you know. Uh, a, a, a word of caution. Okay. So, do you remember in the church when he came at me like real hard? Uh, yes. Apparently knew I was a wizard. Yes. Uh, by default. Um, what, what I don't want to see is I've gone periods of time without having my papers on me because, you know, I fell into a sewer. Or yes, someone you took lost it. it. It was not your fault. Right. Yes. But a man like that, I don't think that there is a lot of wiggle room for him. If mm -hmm. I did not have my ID on me, uh, I probably would have just been killed. Because mm. he doesn't seem like the type of person to uh, listen to excuses or listen to, uh, you know, anyone but but his own um, self-driving force. Yes. The uh, little voice in his head. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Probably a, a, a demon. But no, <laughs> never. I just, uh, you Blast know, just be careful. Yeah. Some of those guys are really quack. Exactly. You know? OK. So just I don't know. Yes. Get, give, make sure someone's guilty before you, you charge them with something. Oh, yes. No, lucky. I would never. I would never jump to those conclusions. You and I together, uh, we have seen, you know, firsthand uh, with evidence and proof the the types of things that um, worry me about the empire and why I want to go on this path. I am not going to just walk up to someone with a robe and say, "Hey, you do not have your papers. I kill you now." Like that? No. Oh, okay. That I, seems silly. I also think that's silly. Yes. So. Good. Okay. Yes. Cool. No worries. And now you are in different clothing and you have your papers. So is is, is of no no consequence. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yes. So how is uh how is Duck doing? Uh, Greg's actually, uh, to put it simply, I, there's not much more I'm going to be able to teach him. He's already surpassed <laughs> every, um, uh, I guess, thing that I was hoping for him. Mm. Uh, he's... The most excellent student. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> have you made an animal training check for this? No. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. Should, should I do that? Nah. I'm going to do that, though. Well, Lucky, you are clearly a wonderful teacher. You know, perhaps uh, someday when you are old man and no longer want to travel around, you could uh, make this your job. Do you want to look at my roll real quick? <laughs> Jeez. Get all the two. I would say that that's a success. So you've successfully trained Griggs to quack when he sees when he is uh, near your staff or the keys. All right, it's a start. <laughs> All right, so we will swing out of the boat and follow two people into the inn. We'll open up the door into a nice, warm, dry, loud area, and we'll kind of swing over to Carl and Bruno at their table. Another drink. Another drink. Are you just yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Hold up your hand and yell it out. Of course. Okay. Is he going to go to the counter and get it himself? <laughs> You're crazy. I'm way too important for that. Bruno, you know, I've been, uh, I've been thinking lately, you know. Carl, that gets like, us in trouble uh, every time. Yes, I, I know. And these, and these beverages aren't going to help anything, but I've been thinking, you know, 
Lucky has been, you know, going to school and Mina has, you know, kind of gotten a new job. And I'm I'm wondering what's next for my friend Bruno? Uh, well, uh, you know, if I play my cards right, I'm going to be the uh, proprietor, if not CEO of uh, the next big venture in carriage um, sales and service. Uh, maybe a water no. carriage. Well, that actually could be kind of good, but you know, this is this is maybe not a. Uh, I don't know if our lives have been moving in that direction. I mean, you remember last time we tried to start a business. Oh, yeah. The fire and the demons. And uh, yeah, that guy died. Yeah, that wasn't a good. That wasn't good at all. No. But we did go to that awesome restaurant. So, you know, um, all in all, I think it's in the plus. Net gain. (laughs) Net gain right there. I mean, probably our biggest net gain is getting the boat. Uh, no, no, I would say going to the Golden Trout would be the the biggest net gain. Um, <laughs> I mean, you get boats all the time. I've seen thousands of boats. I've only had one Golden Trout. Now, what what about you though? Like, again, I hate to bring it up. But uh, remember my dooming? I'm I'm honestly like a little bit scared right now in that fact that, uh, you know, you're you seem to be talking about Manan a lot. And um, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel comfortable, uh, you know, leaving you to go out to sea. All right. The sea swallows men whole whole ships. There's Krakens out there. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I've never felt safer at sea. I mean, you know, we, you know, we traveled safely to the Schaffenfest. I got a, I got a new job on the river. That was pretty great. And then, you know, some, we go down the river, we find a new boat. Uh, That's all well and fine on the river. Most of, most of the worst stuff that's happened to us has been on land, to be honest. That's got a really good point. (laughs) He's not wrong. (laughs) Uh, the river, not a problem, right? It's, you know, not as safe as land, uh, but, um, you know, you, you don't find a whole lot of food growing on the river. Um, fish. I mean, we don't we don't need to talk about the fish in hushed voices with now that Mina is not with us. <laughs> Just that, uh, you know, when I was 13, and old witch said uh, that uh, the briny waters are poison to thy tongue. And, you know, I've never been comfortable on the water. And that's why I've become a coachman, right? Not a waterman like you. And I float pretty good, but I don't swim too well. Um, well, I, I can maybe give you some advice. I I just don't want to lose you. Uh, really, Carl, I if, if you ship out to sea... All right. I don't know if I could if I could follow you. Um, the, the river's all fine and well, but um, again, the, the big ships, I, I can't go out there. Well, I would say this. As long as you're tossing a, king, a coin into the river or into the sea before you travel, that's a good first step. The thing that I believe that is going to be a little tougher for you is that first catch goes to Manan, which means that when you have one fish, you've got to throw it away. What? And by throw away, you've got to give it to Manan. And then you can eat all the fish after that. He only needs one, but he does need one. Man, oh man. See, nobody on the land requires uh, any sacrifice of fishes. I don't don't know. I think that some of the other gods want pretty strange things from you. (laughs) Never had to sacrifice a fish for Sigmar. That's what I'm saying. He's not wrong. Wow. This is deep. 
so deep. <laughs> I didn't expect that right off the bat with this episode. Yeah. It's <laughs> killing it as always. So the first fish you catch, you have to throw right into the sewer? No, to Manan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, the, that's what I said. The sewer <laughs> is not Manan. Uh, yeah, like fish. Fish is a catch. I don't think a chest full of gold counts as a che- as a catch. <laughs> so you don't have to give all of that to Manan. He just needs a coin. I, I think a synonym for uh, a chest is a catch. And... Again, we've we've established that a sewer is not part of Manan's uh, repertoire. We established that yep. it is Manan adjacent. The dirty, filthy. It is a waterway. Yeah. yeah. Part. Yep. With sea anemones. Amoeba. Whatever. Anemone. <laughs> I kind of wish you guys had fought that. It would have been great. Somebody would use a fade point, I'm sure. I went up. Because it's kind of like a WFRP gelatinous cube, sort of. You can, like, suck you in. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Well, I wasn't expecting those kind of role-play moments. Uh, Worf and Doc are basically synonymous. <laughs> oh, for the actual <laughs> terms. Yep. No, they're different people. I was like, they're even on the same series. <laughs> For the structures, like from what I can understand, like docks are typically smaller. Like you wouldn't go to like Glimmerglass Lake or whatever and be like, "Oh, look, there's a wharf to tie your boat up." Like that is a dock. A wharf is usually much larger in size and usually with the ocean. Oh, okay, yep. interesting. Thank also you. known as a pier or a quay. Quay. Okay. Whew, I got really confused for a second. Listeners, please correct me uh, if I'm wrong about that. But that's what Google told me. So the Google told me. All right. Well, you guys are having your dinner and chatting up and having a pretty deep conversation about your futures. Mm. I want you both to make a perception test. Looking for dessert. Mm. That's a 64, Dan. <laughs> I'm going to assume that's a fail. Yeah, usually I talk about my success levels when I have them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys are have a nice night. Does Mina stay on the boat? Because did you already eat, right? And then you took food out to Lucky? Yeah, I think so. I think that's what we decided to do. If that's what you want to have done, that's also fine. Yeah. Cool. Anything else you want to do tonight? Nope. Nope. All right. So so me and Lucky go to bed on the boat. I assume Carl and Bruno stay up a little bit later because they were drinking and chatting. Kind of like good old times in a way. Just the two of you in a in. You get up to go and Carl, somebody kind of bumps into you and you feel like... um, your eyes start to water because you feel like this sting on your upper lip. Excuse me. And it oh, feels just like feel like somebody. It feels like you, you know, pling, came a mush, mustache hair pulled out. Somebody just ripped some of his mustache out. <laughs> just got to make sure it's not fake, I guess. Like you would <laughs> notice that. Hmm? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I didn't make a so test. Carl's, make a test for it. Yeah. So I mean, like, are they going to keep going, or are they making a big deal out of it? Like, Carl's going to be polite and just kind of let it go. I'm mean, not really sure who it was. It's uh, as you guys got up to leave, it, it, there were quite a few other people also in the hustle and bustle of everything. You're not exactly sure who it was. Huh? How does that even? You bump into someone and you pull out part of their mustache? Yeah. With your teeth. <laughs> what? <laughs> How are you gonna do it? He didn't. He wouldn't. He's not sure who it is. He had a sixty-two on his perception test. Sixty-four. Yeah. Whatever it was, it was too high. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Carl's gonna, you know, not go hunting for the person. He just assumes it was an accident, and he's gonna just kind of go to the bathroom and maybe try and wash off his face. And I don't know if there's gonna be a mirror here, is he but gonna be missing like nah. a patch of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he's gonna, you know. Wash his face and then kind of check around and Does he you know see if there's anything weird in his mustache. The reverse uh, Charlie Chapman, <laughs> where the exact middle strip is missing. <laughs> no, it's not that much. It, it may have been a couple hairs at most, but you have a big bushy mustache. You got it trimmed like close to a month ago now, so mm. it's you know he's got a pretty big mustache. A lot of hair. You got I imagine a thick mustache on Carl as well, so it's not like you've yeah, got a couple and it's obvious. Yeah, he's probably actually got a pretty hairy face at this point because I don't know when he's going to be shaving. You could shave on the boat. Everybody's got daggers. You could just do like a little here and there. It wouldn't be smooth, but. 
That's what Mina okay. does for sure. <laughs> does Lucky have to shave? No. Does <laughs> <laughs> he like sixteen? Get to also no. <laughs> or does he have that scraggly Bo Burnham beard? Uh, it's not anywhere near as uh, illustrious as his is now. Uh, all right. So yeah, you you go to. There's definitely no mirror in in the latrine, but yeah, you don't feel like your mustache will look any different, but. Definitely feel like somebody plucked out a few of your mustache hairs. Well, as a player, I'm very worried about that. But oh. as Carl, I it's just Tuesday, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys head back to the boat. Yeah. Nothing's on fire. Everything's good. Nothing on the wharf is on fire. Didn't you guys pay no. stay in the inn? Oh, are you staying in the inn? I can't remember. I don't remember. Mm. I don't think you're playing. I think we you decided you're going to be kind of like Joseph and eat at the inns, but Correct. sleep on the boat to okay. save money. Yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So as you guys are heading back, I'm going to have you make one more perception test. Wait, we did stay at the inn. Lucky stays on the boat. Okay. This is basically perception test mercy. Well, okay. So, well, if you're staying in the inn, then you're not going back to the boat. So. No, we're going back to the boat. We are, we decided that. Okay. And I did roll an 11, so... Percept that's that. That's two success levels on perception. All right, so have as you're heading down the dock to your boat, you see uh, like a piece of paper on the ground that seems pretty out of place. Uh, Carl picks it up and hands it to Bruno's. Hey, Bruno, you know, do you know what this is? It's a piece of paper. Seems kind of weird. I mean... So far, so good. We're on the same page. All right. Uh, oh, it's got writing on it. Oh, uh, I know these letters. This is an A. Hold on. You see okay, this one? Almost full moon is enough light to to read this by. Oh, gee whiz. All right. All right. Um, I'll read it on our walk back, I guess. It says, uh, let's see, two lore beer. Oh, that sounds good. And cone. Our agents report that the target is traveling your way. In the company of the group discussed at the last meeting, earlier attempts to make contact uh, elicited very little. You are to make sure that we do not lose track of our valuables again, making regular reports in the usual manner. Uh, do not forget that the purple palm has already been passed. The time of changes is coming. The arch lumen. Hmm, that sounds fun. You think that this uh, has anything to do with that uh, inheritance situation and the people tugging on their ears and. Oh, you know. my goodness. <laughs> I think you may be right, sir. Carl, I know everybody says that I'm the smarter of the one, but sometimes you come out with good nuggets. I think I, this man's I, like I really appreciate that, Bruno. Yeah. Manan's doing well for you. Hmm. What what could this be? I don't even know. We should take this uh, to the rest of the group. Four heads are better than two. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, we still haven't figured out these guys. I honestly thought they were going to be gone. And, you know, we're in Altdorf. It's a big city. Mistaken identity. But, uh, you know, after the inheritance thing, I figured we would be all done. Oh, maybe they're trying to make contact for our inheritance. Uh oh. They say it's their valuable, so maybe they think it's their inheritance. Oh, man. If we have, like, multiple claims on this inheritance, this is going to get messy quick. <laughs> so you guys can no, no, head we, onto the boat? You know, we got, like, four gold out of that desk. I feel like we came out ahead on that thing. Oh, that is true. That was a lot of money at that time. Right? Remember that? <laughs> um. Yeah. Back to the boat. To the boat. Heading to the crow's nest. Yeah, yeah, we'll walk in. I assume Lucky and Mina are probably already asleep. I'll um, kick the door in. <laughs> Be like, guys. Guys, you up? Are you awake? Yeah, what, what's what's good, man? Oh. Oh, we found a piece of paper on the road. And we're kind of drunk. Is it one of the papers you colored on? No, oh. no, this is not a piece of paper I uh, 
I dropped, somebody else dropped it. And uh, Carl and I think that it might have something to do with all those people making funny, like, you know, um, things with their faces and the pulling on the ears. Oh, yeah. And the inheritance. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Do you think they brought the inheritance here? No, definitely not. Oh. Yeah. I thought the inheritance was fake from that bounty hunter. Don't crush my dreams. But again. Okay. <laughs> so what does the letter say? I'll read it again. Okay. For <laughs> I, I've learned how to read better this time. Ready? Uh, to Lorbeer and Colm. Our agents report that the target is traveling your way. The company of the group discussed at our last meeting. Earlier attempts to make contact elicited very little. You are to make sure that we do not lose track of the valuables again, making regular reports in the usual manner. Do not forget that the purple palm has already been passed. The time of change is coming. The arch lumen. Where did you find this paper? Uh, oh, on the road. Like where? Outside of the inn or near the book? It was on the dock. On the dock. I rolled a five. Four. For this check. Like a... I don't know if this is like an intuition or a perception or whatever. You can call it whatever you with. What this letter is addressed to two people, right? Uh, yeah, Laura Beer and Colm. I saw two people. I I've seen a lot of people. <clears throat> no, there is a boat tied next to our boat, which has not happened recently. And I saw two men when I was coming to bring Lucky and Griggs their dinner. I no. saw two people, men and woman. Um, they were walking to the. The inn. Oh, yeah. And that is for two people. They are the only people who would have been on the dock. So Uh-oh. I think that that letter is probably. Oh, we should give it back to them? Pos- no. Oh. <laughs> they are going to try to kidnap Carl or follow us. And the purple hand is bad business. What? what? Purple hand's bad? Well, why are they bad? I thought they were a cult. They probably are. Yeah. Yeah. They- yeah. Yeah, the police definitely told us they were a cult. Uh, well, yes. Sigmar's a cult. I well, thought cults weren't bad things. No, like chaos cult is bad thing. Oh, they're chaos right. cult? The, the cult that we belong to is okay. All other cults are bad. <laughs> yes. Attracts. I mean, because cult it's different. of is still pretty good. Yes, because you mm. are part of that. Yes, mm. of course. You would not be part of bad cult. Um, so I think that this letter came from those two people, and I bet they are following us uh, on our way. Well, can't, can't we just like explain to these people that like the affidavits in Bogenhafen? What? Yeah, it was in my stuff. <laughs> we got to go back to Bogenhafen. No. In the jail. We are uh, not putting him in jail again. Uh, no, yeah, you guys should go in and get it. I already yeah. went into the jail. No, we're not going to Bogenhofen. Go back in the jail once. Shame on me. I go back in the jail twice. <laughs> wow, That's what stupid. lucky would. <laughs> That's, That's the worst that can happen. <laughs> you will actually die this time. Um, Good. So I don't know. Carl, this is um, very circulating around you. So I don't know what you want to do if you want to confront these people and say like, hey, I am not your guy or... Do we just go and bust some skulls? Uh, so this I, might be a bit. Forward. I mean, yeah, I, sorry. I just at this point, I think that we should just continue to make like, you know, weird hand gestures back at them. And they don't seem to be bothering us very much. I mean, they're probably bad people, but, you know, they haven't caused us any trouble. I did recently get some good advice from a good teacher that I should not jump to quick conclusions and act without evidence. So, Carl, I think you are right. I do think we should be careful, though, because if they are talking about protecting what their their possessions, their valuables. Yeah. Lose track of our valuables again. I do not like the idea of them referring to perhaps a person as a valuable. That is not okay with me. You are not. You are a valuable person. You are not an object. So, Carl, have you considered maybe just cutting off your mustache? Isn't that how they recognize you? 
That, you know, that's that's maybe not such a bad idea. I mean, we put the disguise on to persuade them that I am somebody that I'm not, which retrospectively I'm feeling kind of bad about. Yeah. But it is okay. At the time, we thought it would be wonderful uh, boon economically. It still is. That's not real. Mm. It's all fake. So you want you, to shave, you know, put on your head. Here, here's here's what I'm thinking. Uh, while outright attacking people that we don't really know uh, what they want to do with Carl probably isn't the right way to go. It will be easier, but you are correct. But that doesn't mean we can't, you know. Muts around with their boat so they can't follow us. Mm. I mean, just delaying people is kind of funny. All yes, right. I agree. All right, here's my plan. I'm going to sneak out of their boat mm-hmm. with my gun. I'm going to wait in their darkened like crow's nest, right? Does anyone have a cigar? Because I would love to have a cigar with me. Their boat's not big enough to have a crow's nest. Yeah, they just have a little skiff. Damn it. That pokes holes all in my thing. Because yeah. I was going to wait in their crow's nest. And when they open the door, I'm going to light the cigar. And it's going to be real intimidating. Then I'm going to shoot them in the face with my gun. Be like, yippee <laughs> I thought you decided not to just attack them. We need answers. That's a great image, though. Just mm-hmm. that little bit of light from the cigar tip. And then, what did you did you say Bruno's going to say something before you shot him? Hello. No, he's going to shoot them and then ask for answers. Right. Shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah, that yeah. tracks with Bruno. Makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Uh, Why would just we? tipped over cans of beans and potatoes all over the place. <laughs> we got robbed. No, you didn't. <laughs> Bam. I've been waiting for 30 minutes. <laughs> I almost <laughs> fell asleep. I mean, maybe if we're trying to, uh, you know, lose the get them to lose the trail maybe we can leave in the night if they're up at the inn right now they wouldn't know if we're leaving Mm. you are the expert is it uh safe to sail on the river at night time oh no (laughs) (laughs) it is almost a full moon it's not currently raining or anything like that there there is a fair bit of light tonight if you wanted to do that that is it's not like it would be impossible, but yeah, Carl knows it's not safe to sail at night. Yeah, I mean, you can miss a hazard in the sea or a bandit could try and hijack your boat in the night or, you know, we could fall asleep while the ship is moving. A lot of things could go wrong. OK, so you want to stay. And just make weird gestures at them. It's worked so far. Okay. Hmm. Okay. And if everything else goes wrong, I could shoot him with my gun. <laughs> okay. I mean, I honestly, I think you could be very intimidating without even shooting it. I think just look. But it's at the still, gun. it's still loaded. Yes, and you tell them that, and it's ho- horrifying. No, I mean it's it's still loaded right now. Oh God. <laughs> Sigmar, help us. I haven't fired it yet. You will be the death of us all. It's been loaded for like a week. (laughs) Or more. He just like drops it on the floor. Last time you shot it, that you said you shot it was when you were still training with Philippe. That was before Aldorf. Yeah. Because you never shot it at the signal tower. I did not. I tried. I I do think. Okay. So if we are going to stay here Mm. and we are going to. Collect information oh. about these individuals. Um, I do think we should have a watch. Normally, I would say, oh, the wife has a watch. However, I think um, this is something I only trust with those of us on the boat. All right. Yes. Why are all the people that are like after us or involved with us or doing weird stuff always dropping notes? Um. Because they do not have fancy uh, thing to keep all their important papers in. Oh, that's actually a great point. No. Yeah. Nope. Okay. If, if they had a folio. If only. Yeah. But they do not. Anyway, can you guys all just spit in this jar real quick? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? What? Well, 
Kaz? <laughs> That's very Carl, weird. Carl's going to comply and he's hawking a loogie in there. Uh, <laughs> well, it's like that, huh? No, no, actually, very specifically, I prefer no more like that. Just for some regular <laughs> spit. No, Mina. <laughs> My brothers and I used to see who could spit the furthest. I never won, but was still good fun. Mm. It was disgusting. In a running start. <laughs> Bruno, Thanks, you... Lucky. My sinus is feeling clearer already. Ah, uh, great. So, <laughs> Bruno, can you spit in this place? Uh, yeah, I mean, I could just like drool some into yeah. it. Yeah, that works. There you go. Brunus is gray for some reason. Ew! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I eat a uh, lot of seagull meat. <laughs> no, it, I, it honestly has some like little chunks of pie in it because he was eating something just before. Like, mm. uh, oh, you, you caught me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just imagine that Bruno. Okay, so I used to do this in elementary school where I was always hungry before snack time. So I would have my snack open in my desk, and I would mm. like, if you have the video, for yes, this, you should definitely be watching it. And I would, like. But it was always my parents would get me these weird. They were like the equivalent of cheese sticks, but it was meat with like cheese in it. So Slim it like, Jim. No, no. Ew. Was it um, summer sausage with cheese in it? No, it wasn't like a summer sausage. It was like legit. Like a, Pigs a, in a blanket. turkey hot dog with like chunks of cheese in it. But it wasn't a hot dog. It was like much thinner. And I remember I would like break off little pieces. I would eat it at my desk. Yeah. Yeah, Very bro. obvious. Like, I'm sure that I was not smooth or yeah. like nondescript at all. So I just imagine Bruno just like reaching Dude. into his pocket and then putting his hand to his mouth. <laughs> Often coughing. <laughs> Regularly throwing his loaded gun onto the ground so he can pull out something from his pocket to eat it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, you know, Lucky, perhaps uh, you're doing a good job training Griggs. Perhaps uh, next animal uh, you... Procure should be like a guard duck. Why don't we just train Peppy to guard? Okay, we could put a guard pigeon. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, um. Ooh. Why? Why do you need our spit? Uh, it's not some like weird doctor thing, is it? It actually is a weird doctor thing. Uh, so yeah, I'm just I'm making some medicine with spit. Well, yeah, with your guys' spit. Is it like medicine that would be specific for us because it's our spit, so it will only work for us, and unless someone's spit is in there, it will not work for them? Yeah. <gasps> oh, it's like magic, med magic medicine. Yeah, I wouldn't <gasps> say those words out loud, but yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> Herman kicks the door open. <laughs> magic! <laughs> he has his papers, Herman. You calm down. But no, I, I, uh, I've been experiencing maybe some, you know, uh, symptoms. Of what? Uh, that same thing that you had. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. So because you've had it and. Carl had it. Carl had it. I figure we haven't had it, mm. but I think I'm getting it or have it. Mm. So if I mix a little bit of your spit and his spit. Because you guys have had it, then I can counteract it with my spit and Mina's spit because we haven't had it. So it'll uh, be like, you know, training a duck to see whether something's magic or not. You take some that's sick. You take some that's not sick. So the ones that aren't sick can know what the ones that are sick are like. But it shouldn't be like. Just use the scratch and stick like I had. Here, you could have mine. I, I keep it right under my hammock here. Here, have this scratch and stick. And it's like like this nub that's like been worn down. Uh, it's like almost like a foot or a half. All right. I, I used to scratch my back. I don't want to know what all you've scratched with that. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like it might be some kind of new medicine. Like, I don't really see a lot of people drinking spit. It's I'm not going to drink the spit. It's I'm going to boil the medication that we bought. I bought the raw form and I'm going to put your guys' spit in there with a couple other things I've been working on and kind of like cook it up and shake it up and then drink it and I'll probably get better. Wow. Yes. What? Why don't you just take the medicine? I don't know what the spit is adding to this process. What do you think that the apothecary in that in Kemperbad did? She probably got a bunch of people to spit in it. And that's why she needed to make the drafts overnight. You can't make a draft without liquid, Carl. And I'm not going to use river water. I mean, <laughs> what about there's broth? other there's other water out there, but 
I mean, I don't know. You could drink a little bit of river water. It's not salty. Right, but probably not at Altdorf, though. That's not a that's a little messier, if I'm being honest. To to be perfectly fair, I feel like we've gone over several times that uh, the waters around here are not waters you want to be in near or consume like at all. Mm. And there's always weird stuff flowing in them. That's true. We do. We do see some bodies in the river. That's probably some pretty gross stuff. Yeah. So I've only seen a couple weird things floating in Bruno's saliva. So I figure (laughs) better to better to drink the devil, you know. Mm. You'll get like a little snack with it. Yeah. Bruno's spit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like when you share a drink with a toddler. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Or your brother. (laughs) (laughs) He backwashes so bad. He's an adult. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, just spin this real quick. Okay. Sweet. But no loogie. No, I I know. Because once again, I'm going to drink this. I kind of don't want (laughs) floaters. (laughs) Yeah, I I probably wouldn't have done that if I had known you were going to drink this at first. So it's fine. It's fine. It's just one loogie. Yeah, it's just one. At least it wasn't three. It's like finding hair on your food. The first one, you're like, oh, that's kind of gross, but I'll pick it off. Second one, you're like, okay. If if it's a good meal, you're like, all right, I'll keep eating. If you see a third one, you're like, I'm done. I'm out. Right. And a little bit works as a thickener. You know what I mean? You don't want it to be all separated and stuff. It'll help kind of bind things together. But you don't want to emulsifier. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I take their spit and a little bit of the broth and some other things in my bag and I mix it all up and I shake up that bottle and then I put it under my bunk. Okay. I'll heat it up tomorrow and drink it. So are you setting a watch or are you heading to bed? You mentioned it about possibly I'm going to keep watch. watch. I don't trust these mofos next to us. Okay. So just for are they a couple back hours? Are they boat or are they... You haven't seen them. You've got windows in your crow's nest, but okay. you haven't seen anybody come back. Okay. Otherwise, everybody going to go to bed? Yeah. 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 So how long are you going to stay up, Mina? Four hours. As long as it takes. <laughs> All right. So you stay up for four hours. We'll say that'll be uh, since we're getting near winter, it's getting dark fairly early, uh, quite early. So it's hard to judge. You can judge by the moon. Give you an idea yeah. how late it is. But I, I imagine Bruno and Carl came back fairly late. Yeah. So you're staying up until like two three in the morning. Okay. During that whole time, you don't see them come back. You figure after a while, you figure they're probably staying in the inn. I'm going to go to their skiff. Okay. Open it. So if you want to go to their boat, I want you to make a stealth test. I'm going to pose it with the the watch people's perception. Maybe I don't. (laughs) You can try. (laughs) Well, if I fail, though, then you're going to be like, you fall down a waterfall. <laughs> Not in this game. Can I roll it? And if I fail, I just take it back. If you fail it, the, they might catch you, but it's a pose. So even if you fail, I could fail worse. And you okay. Still All right. Okay. I've got a cover story. And you always have fate points. <laughs> Holy shit. What? Um, I have three negative success levels. Oh, so yeah. you get to the. That's oh, their skiff because I had six negative success levels. I rolled a 97. Okay. So they are picking each other's noses or something. They're not paying any attention, apparently. <laughs> that's not, that's actually called, huh? That's not what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless your heart. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go to their skiff. Okay. So you sneak over there. You see the, the watcher like looking at the inn instead of out of the boats at this moment. Okay. Oh. And you get, you, do you like hop down on their boat? Yeah. Really okay. Good. I'm just going to like poke. Do I see anything like. Interesting or suspicious or. I mean, it's like I said, it's much smaller than yours. It's clearly not something they would sleep in unless they absolutely had to. Right. There's not like it's not wide enough to lay down across. Okay. Uh, It's kind of like a large rowboat with a sail, basically. And they have the front uh, end of it is covered with a tarp with you see like bulges of stuff. Can I look under the tarp? Yeah. Okay. It just looks like there's like a couple of backpacks. There's typical. Things you would expect some, you know, people to have as they're traveling down a river. Is there anything like culty or chaosy? Nothing. Nothing. I think they wouldn't have that right. On the <laughs> um, all right, I'm gonna get off the skiff. Okay. I'm gonna untie it. Okay. I'm gonna push out into the river. Okay. Okay, and I'm gonna get back onto our boat. All right. You gonna go to bed? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Alternate reality, Bruno does this instead, right? <laughs> With his gun, passes all those stealth checks, tiptoeing around, gets up to the skiff, and just blasts the fucking <laughs> hole in it. <laughs> and then tries to sneak away. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so you push their boat out into the river, um, and it's going to flow north. All right. Oh, you know, the opposite direction you guys are heading. I'm going to feel real guilty if those aren't the bad guys, but <laughs> I don't know. That's showbiz, baby. <laughs> All right, so you head back to the boat and you go to bed and the rest of the night seems to pass without incident. The rest of you wake up. Not. Uh, do you plan on waking up like with the dawn or? Bro, always uh, sleeps seems in like standard operating. Yeah, at least for Carl, right? Yeah. So do you do you, the, you guys get up? Do you let Mina sleep or do you kind of wake Mina up? No, I think the running thing is to let people sleep. Okay. Because Bruno sleeps with his gun. You know, he's cuddling the gun. You're going to shoot one of us someday. It's my cuddle gun. (laughs) I'm sure the barrel is like pointed right underneath his chin. Oh my God. Right? Like, yeah. So scary. He wants to be ready in case somebody like Mm -hmm. jumps onto the boat, right? He wants to be quick reactions like he has, right? Just to shoot him in the face. Right. If there's so one thing if people sneak on the boat like Carl on fire, he doesn't <laughs> want to have to waste all his time getting stuck in the window and he can just blast himself right through the window. OK, Jeez. I respect that. Yep. All right. So you, the three of you get up and you get the boat ready. I assume Lucky helps out a bit because you got to untie it and everything. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and Bruno. Do you help? Or do you just make a nuisance? No, I'm going to sleep in like Mina. Oh, oh. the only one that gets to sleep in. Right. <laughs> the standing things let people sleep and you make right. yourself. All right. So Bruno and Lucky, sorry, Carl and Lucky get the boat ready. Oh. Uh, and as you guys are doing this, just as it gets untied and you start to to move away from the dock, you see a couple people head out from the inn and they're just like, what? Where did our boat go? Where did our boat? They start yelling about it. I'm going to have you two both make a perception test. One success level. Okay. No, negative two success levels. He's very focused on these ropes. All right. So as you catch the breeze and head south up the Reich, Lucky, you notice that you see a small bit of purple on each of these people. Oh. And we'll join back next time. Episode 63. (laughs) Dana's making a lot of gestures right now. Yeah. (laughs) I knew it. so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! The Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games, where we go head to head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing through the enemy within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that could be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's uh, Professional Casual.